Hello and welcome to The Poetry of Science, a podcast which provides insight into new scientific research via the medium of poetry. I'm your host, Dr. Sam Illingworth, and each week I'll be introducing you to some of the latest scientific findings and sharing a selection of science-themed poetry. If you enjoy this podcast, then please consider giving it a rating and leaving some feedback in your podcast directory of choice. And if you really enjoy it, then why not share it with a friend? After all, we could all do with a little bit more poetry in our lives. In this episode, I'll be exploring new research, which has investigated how the communication styles of volunteers attempting to replicate life in deep space changed over time. Drifting into pseudo-space, you count imaginary miles falling past your vessel in their artificial multitudes. Volunteered to exile, you reach out across the simulated cosmos for words that might never come. Wearing worries like a patchwork cloak, sadness, fear, rage and hope. A menagerie of feelings that gently coalesce with time. The reality of your cohesion buried deep amongst the autonomy of your escape. This poem is inspired by recent research published in Frontiers in Physiology, which has found that the communication styles of people living in deep space are likely to change over time. At its closest proximity, Mars is still almost 55 million kilometres away from Earth, making communication delays and supply issues between the two worlds unavoidable. Given that it generally takes about 5 to 20 minutes for a radio signal to travel the distance between Mars and Earth, depending on the positions of the two planets, in the future any astronauts who are sent there will need to effectively cope with stressful conditions by themselves and learn to adapt to these delays in communication. In order to test what this will be like for such future astronauts, scientists have conducted isolation experiments here on Earth. Such experiments have previously revealed a physiological detachment from mission control among the participants raising fears that this could lead to resistance from future crews in deep space. In this new study, volunteers took part in two isolation experiments dubbed Sirius, the Scientific International Research in Unique Terrestrial Station, which were conducted across periods of 17 days and 120 days respectively, in a facility in Moscow, Russia. These volunteers were chosen so as to resemble a mixed-gender international crew. During the 120-day mission, the researchers recorded 320 audio conversations with external observers, lasting 11 hours in the first 10 days alone. However, this fell to just 34 conversations lasting 77 minutes during the last 10 days, thereby showing that the crews underwent psychological automanization, becoming less dependent on mission control. Under these conditions, the researchers also initially noted differences in communication between men and women participants. Women were more likely to experience joy and sadness, while men were more likely to demonstrate anger. However, after the first month of isolation, these differences were smoothed out, with the researchers finding that there was a convergence of communication styles of all the serious crew members, and also an increase in crew cohesion. While further research with additional volunteers is needed to help corroborate these findings, this increase in cohesion looks promising for future solar system exploration, or indeed for any other teams living and working in isolation on Earth. Now that you've heard the science, 
Let me read the poem to you again. Drifting into pseudo-space, you count imaginary miles falling past your vessel in their artificial multitudes. Volunteered to exile, you reach out across the simulated cosmos for words that might never come. Wearing worries like a patchwork cloak, sadness, fear, rage and hope. A menagerie of feelings that gently coalesce with time. The reality of your cohesion buried deep amongst the autonomy of your escape. In this section of the podcast, I'd like to share a poem written by another poet on a topic related to the science that has been discussed so far. In this episode, I'll be reading Space by William Burford. William Burford was an American poet who was born in Shreveport, Louisiana in 1927. Burford attended St. Mark's School in Dallas and continued his early education at Shattuck School in Minnesota, where he roomed with the late actor Marlon Brando. He continued his higher education at Amherst College in Massachusetts, where he received his BA in English and went on to receive his master's degree and PhD from John Hopkins University in Maryland. Burford published two books of poetry in his lifetime, A World in 1962 and A Beginning in 1968, and his various accolades include the Bromberg Award for Excellence in Teaching, awarded by Congress, and being the first recipient in 1963 of the Walt Whitman Poetry Award. Burford died in 2004 at the age of 77, Space, by William Burford. In the air, instruments circle, ours, theirs, recording, signalling the world. But at heart we do not care. These wonders turn ordinary. But it is in our hearts that we are lost or spared. For a minute searching each other's faces, the instruments travelling there, appearing and fading, as this were space, were night and pale day. Thank you for listening to the Poetry of Science. If you want to find out more about the scientific study featured in this episode, or read any of the poems in full, then please visit the show notes at scipoetry.podbean.com. That's scipoetry.podbean.com, where you can also find out how to get in touch with any questions or comments you might have. Thanks for listening.